Hey everybody, this is Soul Eagle Road. Welcome back to another episode of On a Shoestring. In this episode, I will be doing a solo conversation analyzing some of the previous episodes that have been played. And after this episode is released, I'd be interested to see what kind of feedback I get from people who were previously listening to podcast episodes. I also look forward to putting down some of the ideas for where I would like to take interviews with this podcast in the future. One of the first things that I want to talk about is a interview that I recently did with a podcaster named Manuj Agarwal. He is a Vancouver, Canada-based entrepreneur, and I did an interview with him on the Bootstrapping Your Dreams podcast, and he has created over 70 shows at this point for people to listen to. I really suggest that you check out some of his podcast episodes if you're interested in business and bootstrapping your business without external funding. A lot of really great content that I've learned from and there's just a lot of great aspects that culminate into things you need to be aware of when you run a business. Now, one of the recent episodes that he did really struck a nerve and got me thinking. He was talking about his one word, and his one word is adventure. So thinking about Manuja's word and what he brings to business with this this word of adventure and what he's looking for as he networks with potential leads, clients, maybe even employees is a a sense of adventure that brings a community to together for for the vision that he sees with his entrepreneurship. So as I was looking back at the interview that I did with Manuj on his podcast show, I realized that if I was going to choose one word, it would probably be culture. And I think culture is a a, a very worthwhile word to to think about when you're doing business or when you're doing photography uh, like I do in my free time. And I know that culture is absolutely critical when you're trying to reassure people of the value that they have. Uh, I can attest to that with being a English teacher in Japan and trying to work with teenagers and convince them that the local culture that they have is absolutely fascinating. Uh, 
And it's something that gives them command of an entire new world of what it means to be Japanese. So, you know, let me let me explain. So in Tochigi Prefecture, there are a lot of great craftsmen with woodworking. There's agriculture. And these are some, some huge components of the history of Japan. And when I work with students in the classroom, I ask them, you're Japanese, what is special about, about you? And they oftentimes say, oh, I like sushi, we have samurai, there's sumo. And I ask them again, well, what about Tochigi Prefecture? What do you guys have? What kind of festivals do you have? What kind of foods do you have? What other famous things do you have? And they start to realize they haven't taken into consideration where they're from in Japan, from the Chigi Prefecture. And as they start to think about their culture, and I say, look, these are fascinating things. I come from a rural agricultural community in the United States. And when I talk to somebody who's from Japan, typically I hear that they're from Tokyo or Osaka, so very metropolitan areas. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. But when I have the opportunity to hear about an agricultural perspective, a craftsmanship perspective, and things of that sort, there's an opportunity and a desire to have friendship. And this is all linked back to cultural similarities and values that may exist between cultures. And so in the classroom, I definitely am trying to culminate a a sense of culture and a sense of meaning for students to express who they are and what it means for them to be Japanese through the English language. And coming now to some of the previous podcast episodes of On a Shoestring, a lot of the episodes are tied to some kind of quirky relationship with shoes. And I think... Shoes are a a great symbol of how you can understand somebody, how you can measure them. You can tell a lot by the cleanliness of the shoe or the type of shoe or how worn and tattered the shoe is. And it can give you some character insight as to whether or not somebody is an athlete or the context of a social event or things of that sort. And so there were a lot of different cultural values from personal preferences to some of the social gathering and the contract, the social contracts that come along with those social gatherings. So I think shoestring views of the world can tell you a lot about culture. And then of course, in a lot of these previous episodes that I've done, there is a lot of 
differences through athletics, through dieting, through academic research, and other professional ideas that people bring that extend far beyond a, a shoestring, but the the contact of one person coming in contact with many other people from family, local community, all the way to something international. And as I think about where I want to take on a shoestring after this episode, I really want to start asking people about the culture or the cultures of their family life. Having a growing network of entrepreneurs, of other international colleagues who teach English, and some of the other international circles that I have started making with different types of friends, I'm really curious to learn about the family life of a lot of these people. And I'm really curious what kind of values were underlaying in the the family life. And of course, I understand families are different and they they can have many different shapes and forms and families and the values that occur can change through different socioeconomics or different geographical locations. But I'm curious what kind of values do people perceive from their childhood? You know, what, what kind of values do they feel that they were raised with in their family culture, in their ethnic culture, their socioeconomic culture, th- things of these sorts? And I'm curious, as I interview some of these older people, what values did they keep from their family culture as they went on to university or as they went on to per to become professionals? What kind of values did they learn from a formal business culture and from the morals and ethics that they needed? And finally, for some of the entrepreneurs and some of the people that I aim to interview in the future, what what values and what culture are they trying to to share in their families with their partner, with their children, with their extended family? I think these are some integral things that metaphorically are the the shoestring of of culture and the and the shoestring of who people are as they navigate the world and provide service to others and as they they interact with others. So this is where I would like to conclude with this episode and begin to develop a good platform around finding culture and values that people bring to the to the lifestyles that they live. So I hope you guys enjoy I would really appreciate if you guys would leave comments. If you like what has been produced so far, please leave a five-star rating. This stuff really helps with 
rankings and SEO on the internet. And if you really appreciate what has been produced so far, you can find me on LinkedIn or you can send a message to me on Instagram or Gmail. You can find me at S-E-A-G-L-E-R-O-A-D at gmail.com. So look forward to hearing from you guys again, and I hope you enjoy this episode of On a Shoestring.